This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Summertime is here and the time is right for rock and roll. And it's always the right time for the Decibel Geek Podcast. Hey, you found it, you're here. So am I. I'm Aaron Camaro. Look at over there. It's Chris Sinzak. Hello. <laughs> and there he is in all his masculine glory. How's it going, my friend? <laughs> masculine glory. <laughs> I don't shave for a couple of days and I'm in masculine glory. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm awesome. How are you? I'm you're not as awesome as you apparently, but this is great, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a good mood today. We're gonna have some fun with this one. We're going farming. It's it's yeah. festival season, man. Yes, and we are helping promote a really awesome one. And this is not just a big commercial because you're gonna hear a lot of good songs. Today. Yeah, you're gonna hear some good songs. We're gonna talk about some cool bands. We're gonna have a good time this week, just like we always do. And the beautiful thing about it is we're kind of we're talking about festivals and stuff this week because it's it's getting to be that time of year. We've got a great one coming to town and so many great artists on it. We're gonna spin a bunch of tunes by these bands that are coming to Nashville for our festival. We're gonna talk about some of the ones you guys might be checking out, and we're just gonna play some awesome music we just want to have a festival fun you fucking idiot sorry man pick up on that i couldn't resist yeah well you know there's a good way to kick off the decibel geek podcast and it's my favorite way to do it you know what it is it's an itunes review and i got one right here and it's awesome this one comes to us from the Reseda country club that's awesome we're high class <laughs> classy stuff right there only the best five stars and it goes like this. Always entertaining and great chemistry between Chris and Aaron. And the music is great. Shazam. That's it. I'll take it. That's all it needs to be. It doesn't have to be some long, epic, you know, journey of anything. You know, it could be just... Journey of a thousand years? I was. That's what I was trying to grab for. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> See, that's the chemistry. That's what they're talking about right there. We help each other out so we can rock to our maximum capacity every single week. And without iTunes reviews, we just wouldn't have the heart to do it. That's right. We'd be broken hearted. But you guys have been great. You've been leaving us these iTunes reviews. They can be huge. They can be short and sweet. However you want to do it, make it five stars and serve it on up. And when we get it, we read it. We love it. We share it. You guys love us. You want to help us out. That's a great way to do it. Help other people that are going on to iTunes that are searching for rock music podcasts to find the most fun one. I yes. think that's us. I don't want to say we're the best, but I think we're the most fun. No, we're the best. Everyone else blows. Okay. They're they're pretty fun, though. Wow, there's some good ones out there. We're the best. Uh, if you think I'm talking about you, you're right. <laughs> um, also, Speaking of sharing. Yeah, for sharing. Our other favorite people of the week, uh, Geeks of the Week. If you want to be a Geek of the Week, if you're new to the show, just uh, share on Facebook or retweet on Twitter the link that we post on our fan page on Facebook or the Twitter page on mm -hmm. Twitter. And uh, Geeks of the Week this week are Wally Norton, Dave Alderson, Joe Mama's Wrestling Podcast. Nice. Brand Lee, new. Lee Shimbry, Todd Cunningham, Aaron Baker, Dennis Gamez, Mike Stewart, Thomas Mukaji, Joey Vanchieri, Spicoli, Rich Canamar, Cameron Guidi, I think that's right, Guidi. Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Cobras and Fire Podcast, Kevin Williams, Scott Harding, Wayne Box, Kenneth Roy, Wayne Cross, Rob Webb, Warren Money, Greg McGlone, Otto Erlen Gregerson, 
Brant Cattell, Andrew Jacobs, Mikhail Burrell, Brent Tibbetts, Rock and Run Runyon, Joshua Toomey from the Talk To Me podcast. Heck yeah. Cool World, Adam Cox, Music Mags and Wax, TJ Cullen, Chaz Stanley, Ernesto Aguiar, and Sir Mr. Kenneth. I see a bunch of new names in there this week. That's fantastic. And Wayne Box is back in the house. I love it, man. We love our Geeks of the Week. It's as simple as this. We're just a podcast. We're just a couple of rock and rollers living outside of Nashville, Tennessee, putting it out there for the world, trying to gather up everybody together to help us celebrate this kind of music that we all love so very much. And these people are helping us out huge because... I mean, let's face it, we are just a podcast. We don't have this massive marketing, you know, account that we can dip into and and get the word out to the people. That's why we count on everyone out there to share it, retweet it, help us grassroots style get the word out on the street. And we don't do 20 minute long Amazon commercials like um, other podcasters that are much more well known than us. No bark box. We do a 10 minute one later, and you'll hear it later. But, uh, But that's fun. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. This ain't a commercial. No. Uh, This is rock and roll. We'll at least make it fun if we're selling something to you. Um, But yeah, the uh, as you saw from the title and the artwork from this week, we are basically promoting, but we're excited about Farm Rock Nashville. Yeah. Which is coming June 3rd and 4th of this year. Now, is my understanding that some other places have already gotten their Farm Rock? Yeah, Farm Rock is uh, run by a guy named Freddie Stommer, who... um, does some really from Frederick Entertainment who does these great farm rock festivals all over the country. And I know Atlanta had one last year. Yeah, Illinois. I, I think Illinois has one. There's one in, uh, and there, he does other other things that are not necessarily called farm rock. But and I think they just closed the deal on doing one in Tulsa. Right on. Um, but I remember last year when the Atlanta one went down, I was like, damn, Nashville needs this. Cause right. It's funny, you know, we talk about all these great. 80s musicians and, and you know from the era we love that live here but it's like we never get this kind of festival right so we're totally stoked that this festival happened and and you're gonna we're gonna be playing tracks off of bands that are on the on the lineup heck yeah and i've got you see i got the big red phone set up right here man yes. here's we we got some tickets we're gonna give away for this bad boy so i'm gonna set it right now we got the decibel geek hotline i got the the phone right here we're gonna set it up right now we're gonna take caller number five yeah caller number five call us up on the decibel geek hotline and you're gonna get yourself free tickets to farm rock in nashville tennessee all right. That caller number five. Caller number five. So all we got to do is get five people to call. It should start ringing any second now. Okay. So, Farmock, June Scare 3rd and 4th. Um, we'll go back to the phone call thing later. I'm, it's not ringing. So uh, let me pick the first <laughs> Let me pick the first song. Um, Ted Poley is on the bill for this festival. That's cool. And if you don't know who Ted Poley is, you probably remember the name Danger Danger. From Most definitely. the early 90s. Danger Danger... The first band that I saw at my first Kiss concert. They, oh, yeah? Danger, Danger, Slaughter, and Kiss. Nice. And uh, they were really great live. And uh, he just put out a new solo album released on May 13th, 2016 on Frontiers Record. The album's called Beyond the Fade. And uh, it's loaded with uh, 80s-style hooks and production. I mean, this this album, when you hear it, you could tell it could have come out at a different time, which is what makes it awesome. I like that artists that we love now are finally realizing, like, why don't I just do what I'm best at doing instead of trying to sound like something that they're not? Right. You know? Yeah, no, I appreciate that too. That's awesome. It's his third album, and it includes guest writing by members of Vega, who's an awesome newer band, Oh yeah, as well as Joe Lynn Turner. And right on. And this track opens the album, and it's called Let's Start Something. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. 
zero, all engine running, liftoff. about to do the same thing nice (laughs) that's very cool man he'll be playing on the saturday show on the 4th of june so i'm excited to to meet him and and finally see him live i don't get it i mean ted poley's gonna be there but the phone isn't even ringing i mean caller number five come on all right we'll take caller number four in the meantime we're gonna have to have a talk just give it a minute okay They'll they'll call. You're getting lost in this 80s thing. Okay. All right, listen. 
I'm very, very excited about Farm Rock. I can tell. Because I get to see Kicks for yes. the very first time. I've Me too. I've never gotten to see Kicks before. Very awesome. I'm a big fan of this band. They were formed in Baltimore in 1977 as The Shoes. S-H-O-O-Z-E. The Shoes. That's rocking. I like that. They changed their name to Kicks and released their self-titled debut in 1981. Their biggest hit, 1989's intense ballad, Don't Close Your Eyes. Love that song. That's a great song. I'm not a big ballad guy, but that one's pretty pretty heavy i like that it's it's really intense tune um they've released seven full-length studio albums over the years most famously 1988's blow my fuse that's a good one and most recently 2014's rock your face off which i like that one i know you didn't think that much of it but kind of a miss for thought me. it was pretty cool um here's one i thought we go back to this one their second studio album was released in 1983 it was called cool kids you don't really hear people talking about that one too much but it's really a pretty damn good album it reached number uh 177 on the u.s album charts and uh off sort of the strength of the nick gilder pen tune body talk <laughs> you know, nick gilder yeah hot, hot child, child in, in the, the city. city yeah and that was the kind of looked like that. Steve Whiteman a little bit. Kind of did, it. if you think about it. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but, you know, not bad. It's a good album. It's definitely worth checking out. So, from 1983, the album's Cool Kids. This is Kicks with Love Pollution.
Heck yeah, you gotta love that, right? Baltimore's own. They're also playing on the Saturday show on the fourth at That's Farm cool. Rock Nashville. Really looking like, forward yeah, to I'm seeing that. Yeah, I'm excited to seeing them live because yeah, I've, I always figured I'd have to travel to Baltimore to get to get to see them now. Yeah, but know. now they're coming to us. They're coming to a couple of cool places this year. They'll be playing at Rockfest in Cadott, Wisconsin, with Marilyn Manson, Alice in Chains, Boba Flex, Faster Pussycat, and Slipknot. That's a lineup. Just to name a few on that one. That's uh, July fourteenth uh, through sixteenth, Cadott, Wisconsin. And there's the Sirius XM Hair Nation Fest coming up in Irvine, California, and that's got Brett Michaels and Vince Neil, L.A. Mm-hmm. Guns, Junkyard going to be there faster pussycat and tough oh man i'd sure like to go to that that's going to be on let's see that's september 17th no yeah september yeah september 17th that's when the serious xm hair nation thing is in california so kicks is out there man go see him nice and I, i've learned something today what'd you learn it's pronounced kadat i always thought it was Cadot. no it's Cadot, wisconsin okay. take take it from somebody that's been there oh, at yeah. rock fest yeah. before Never i have i just seen youtube videos of people that play that show every year yeah i was there years ago it was one night it was david lee roth headlining mm-hmm. and i think the next night was ted nugent that was wow that's that was an, I'll have to tell you that story on VIP sometime. It's a, that's it's a li- lot of ego in a li- small town. A little too graphic for uh, regular decibel geek. Oh, Better yeah? save that for the VIP. So that was a hmm. hell of an adventure that Ted weekend. Ted Nugent and David Lee Roth and graphic. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> it's right. good stuff, man. I like it. Ted, I didn't know you had it in you. Literally. Um, all right. So next up for my second pick, this is one of the bands I'm most looking forward to seeing, and they're playing on Friday, June 3rd at farm rock nashville ever since we had anthony quarter from tour tour on the show to talk about wild america that was great you know i've listened to a lot of tour tour uh since then and i mean i'm i really can count myself as a fan now i just i love this band and this band deserved a lot more than what they got most definitely 100 percent agree with that which we've played a number of things off of wild america so i wanted to play something different and they put out the third studio album called Revolution Day. It was recorded in 1994, but it didn't officially get released until 2011 by right. FNA Records. Yeah, because that's the one that got shelved, right? It got shelved. Yeah. And um, I found some on the FNA Records website for the release. I found some good quotes from a couple of guys in the band. I want to read them for you. Okay, cool. Um, Anthony Quarter on the Revolution Day session said. The Revolution Day project was an interesting time for Tora Tora. It was the 93-94 era, and we were overlapping the last embers of our Wild America dates, rehearsing ideas for the new project, growing from our touring experiences, and experimenting with recording techniques. We relocated our rehearsal space to a warehouse by the Memphis airport and tried to stay focused on pre-production. We were pulling together ideas from handheld cassette recorders, scribbled napkins, and 8-track recordings we made on our bus and hotel rooms. I think we were more comfortable with our creative spirits, more confident in our ideas and our approach to songwriting. All of us contributed to the former projects, but everyone was struggling for the third project to keep the Torah identity and go somewhere new at the same time. Yeah. We definitely had moments of anxiety and frustration, but it was all well worth it once we locked down the tunes. We were joined by the Memphis Horns, as well as Susan Marshall and Stacy Plunk adding backup vocals on two tracks. The Revolution Sessions were some of our most memorable escapades and had us back at home at, at Ardent and me personally closing down most Midtown establishments. Right on. And um, Keith Douglas, another member of the band, said, This was also the same time the entire industry shifted due to a certain Cobain fellow. Mm-hmm. I think we felt a bit shunned. It was a rough era, but listening back to Revolution Day, it's still something to be very proud of. 
The files found and shared on the net are a poor copy from the cassette to CD that are actually too fast. This release, the one that I'm about to play a song from on FNA Records, will be the closest thing ever to the original recording. Let's hear it for ourselves. This is Tora Tora with the title track from Revolution Day.
gotta get that it's a good album from start to finish and um we'd love to have anthony back to do a discussion on on this album yeah we could do albums unleashed on revolution day that'd be cool as hell and when we did the wild america one we had a number of people going you have to get him back on to do revolution day because it's become a kind of a, a cult favorite yeah yeah so i'm i'm definitely into that that album for sure Okay, that's very cool, man. I'm looking forward to I'm, seeing them. I'm excited to see them live. That's sure. going to be awesome. Yes. All right, so I guess it's my turn now. Hey, let's talk about John Karabi. We don't ever talk about John Karabi here on the Decibel Geek Not Podcast, much. but we're going to get to see him. He's playing both nights, isn't he? Is he? I think so. From what I read, it looked like he was playing both nights. Works for me. Very cool. John Karabi was born on April 29th, 1959, and the very next day he started to rock. <laughs> and he's never stopped. He's been in bands like Angora, 24-7, Zen Lunatic, Angel City Outlaws, Rat, The Eric Singer Project, The Scream, Brides of Destruction, Union, The Dead Daisies, mm-hmm. Motley Crue, and also as a solo artist. He was in Motley Crue? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. They had a, his, his, probably his biggest hit was 1994's Hooligans Holiday. Well, all those amateurish lyrics. By Motley Crue. You know, yeah, like, sure. I forgot about that. Right. No, it's a good one. You should check Song it out. Song doesn't off. <laughs> uh, his most recent full-length studio album was uh, the 2015 release by the Dead Daisies, Revolution. Yes. I like that. It's damn good stuff. His first full-length studio album was 1991's Let It Scream by the scream mm-hmm. awesome band man i searched high and low low and high to try to find this disc for years you know without before i started ordering stuff off the internet yeah. and one day not even a mile from my house i stopped at a yard sale 
and there was a chick there and she had a she was from arizona i think she said and she had a bunch of cds in there mm-hmm. and i'm flipping through through flipping through and i'm not really seeing nothing and then i'm just like holy shit my wife's like what and i pull it out of the stack and i'm like damn let it scream by the <laughs> scream I'll be darn, you know, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, how much for your CDs? I don't know, like a buck a piece? I was like, shazam, yeah, I'll take <laughs> a couple more of these too. But I was so happy. I ran myself straight home and threw it in the CD player and cranked it up. You know I love my CDs. And you're going to love this. From 1991, the album's called Let It Scream. It's The Scream featuring John Karabi and a tune called I Don't Care.
I do care about that song. I do too, man. I love that album. Let that it a, scream. It was a great record. We could get. We should get John back around to do that with us. Mm-hmm. Elms unleashed on that one. Yeah, that'd be interesting to hear. It'd be very hear cool. about his early days on that one. Heck yeah, and John Karabi. You know he's got the uh, the Monsters of Rock cruise coming up. Monsterwood out of mm-hmm. L.A. You know, and out on the boat's going to be Mr. Big, Mike Tramp, Quiet Riot, Kicks is going to be there. Slaughter's going to be there. Winery Dogs, Keel. That's October the first through the fifth. John Crabby's going to be on there too. That's cool. Festivals. Yep. Even festival on boats. Uh, it's like a boat festival. Some good coverage by Baco at the recent Northern Invasion show. Heck yeah, that's awesome. what I'm talking about. The season is upon us yep. for these big old rock shows. And yeah, if you guys are out there, represent. Wear your Decibel Geek t shirt. Let them know. Definitely. And as I said, we're talking about the uh, Farm Rock Nashville coming up on June 3rd and 4th. And on Friday, the headliner for Friday is a big one, and it's Tom Kiefer from Cinderella. Heck yeah, man. And man, I, I've seen him a few times now since he's gone solo. It's amazing every time. And he's awesome. <laughs> uh, he he really hasn't lost a thing. Nope. And he's an incredible performer, and he's worth the ticket price alone to go to these shows. Shit, yeah, because the ticket prices are on these aren't bad. No, they're not. It ain't bad at all for what you're getting. And we'll talk about tickets in a bit. But uh, Tom yeah, Kiefer... as uh, soon as the phone rings. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, in 2013, he did uh, his debut solo album on Morovi Records, an album called The Way Life Goes. And the initial demos for the album go back to 2003. So this is like a long time in the making because Tom went through a lot of vocal stuff, going like surgeries and had to retrain his voice and I everything. I think he came back stronger than he ever. He did. I mean, he's... it's pretty amazing that he's still it's singing really amazing and, and think just think about it i mean yeah i know the people that listen to the show with us are big cinderella fans mm-hmm. for the most part you know just like we are and think about the way tom Kiefer sang you know the way he shaped his voice to make the sounds that he made try to do that one time all- try try to do it for an entire song yeah try to do it for an entire set try to do it for an entire show mm-hmm. try to do it for an entire tour Try to do it for Decades. 10, 15 years, you know? And that dude, you know, you know he's had to tear himself up, you oh, know, yeah. just putting that much into it. But that's that says so much about Tom Kiefer mm-hmm. that he took his voice and made it do that. Yeah. And it tore him down. Mm-hmm. And he climbed back from that to come back and do it better than he ever did before. Yep. That's some superhuman shit right there, man. It is. I mean, it's... It's crazy, and like I say, he's crazy awesome. He's one of the best performers from that whole era now. Yeah, you know, most which, definitely. It's hard to believe you can say. Um, Cinderella has not released new material since 1994. That makes me sad. I do it not does. like that. But this album has done a good job at holding us fans over in hopes of a new one. This is Tom Kiefer from The Way Life Goes with a song called It's Not Enough. Gonna tear it up tonight, yeah, I'm a Just a ball and a chain 
And now, Deep Thoughts with Nikki Six. Obviously, you guys have toned down your private lives. Uh, do you still rock his heart? No. Proving to the world that Nashville is about more than banjo picking and sister banging. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. Coming back from break, we're celebrating festivals, we're celebrating farmers, we're celebrating rock and roll. That's that's kind of pretty much what we do around here. Mm-hmm. And we do appreciate farmers very much. Yeah, we celebrate farmers every week. Yeah. Well, we do, because we, like, eat before we do the shows, that's right? True. You know, you, you eat food, that food's got to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. Support your farmers. I mean, take it from a guy who grew up in Wisconsin that knows how important farming is. You know, that stuff just doesn't magically show up at the Kroger. No. Or the Piggly Wiggly. Some people actually think that, though. I'm sure. I'm sure there are people out there that really do think that, but, man, you know. (laughs) One day they're just going to be like, what happened to the food? Why isn't it here? Well, it's because you didn't support our farmers. So this this is a great way to do it. It's a good thing to stand up for. You know, it's Midwestern. It's rock and roll. You got to love it. And that's what we're celebrating here today. So before we get back into all that, I want to let you know, as always, we got our good friend Daryl Albers with us. And we want to tell you about the awesome stuff he's got going on for you over at HK Collectibles, Inc. It's a beautiful thing. Have you been to DecibelGeek.com lately? Well, next time you go, look at their banners. Right at the top of the page, you're going to see that HK Collectibles link. You click on that, you're going to find a lot of cool stuff, including a ticket from Black Sabbath in 1982 on the Mob Rules Tour. How cool is that? Also, he's got a ticket from the 1981 Van Halen Show in Shreveport, Louisiana. Were you there? I wasn't there. No, I was... I was a little kid. They wouldn't sell me a ticket. We couldn't go. But maybe you know somebody that was there. How cool would that be to give that to him as a gift? Put that bad boy in a frame and give it to him. One of a kind. Bringing back rock and roll memories. That's the gift that keeps on giving. You can feel good about that. All that and a ton more available. Head on over to decibelgeek.com. Click on that HK Collectibles Inc. banner and do your shopping rock and roll style. And if you're doing your rock and roll Amazon shopping, well, hell, right there, along with Daryl Albers' link to the HK Collectibles, is the official, the one and only, the so important Decibel Geek Amazon link. You click on that banner right there on Amazon on decibelgeek.com, it takes you to Amazon. You go to Amazon, you do all your shopping, whatever you're buying. CDs, records, albums, Star Wars toys, video games, mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever. Come on, give me something. I can't think of anything crazy. Come on now. I'm expecting like you did blow up dolls. I did blow up dolls. Talked about the balls thing. Double ended dildos. There you go. Uh, you know. Double that's all. That's thank you. Double ended dildos. <laughs> Because even when you buy those, they don't tell us who bought it. No, but they tell us you bought it. But they tell us you bought it. And this we're not seeing no anything like that. <laughs> We've never seen anything like that. No. no which is kind of cool, I, I guess. I thought you guys were more perverted than that. Come on. Right. Step up your game. <laughs> Let me see some really sick shit. Oh, man. The Sinzak Challenge has been laid down yes. to the perverts that listen to the show. But That's no, great. So we had some interesting stuff purchased over the last seven days. 
And here's a list of some of the stuff that was bought. Oh. A Someone bought a Dell Optiplex computer tower. That wasn't cheap. Thank you so much. But it makes you sad because it's really not sexy. It's got loads of porn on it, I'm sure. Oh, there you go. See, you always find the, the, the porn I side and everything. The, the, the twisted version of it. Anyway. I can uh, find the porn in anything. A whole bunch of insect repellent and mosquito shields were bought. So it was like condoms for bugs, right? Somebody worried about the Zika virus or something. Oh, the whole mosquito yeah. Well, thing. shit. Yeah, you ought to. Maybe. Uh, someone bought a rock and roll theater poster print. Now, this thing is cool. What it's, is that? It's, it's, based, it's like a hand, it's like a pen and ink drawing of like the seats of a, of a theater and like Got, it's got like hundreds of different rock legends like drawn in on in, at, oh, in the wow. different seats. It's really That's cool. cool. Uh, for MP3 downloads, here we go. Boy, somebody really enjoyed hearing Jet Boy on the show recently. Oh, that's cool. Because the songs that were bought from Jet Boy, A Day in the Glamorous Life, Crank It Up, Damn Nation, Feel the Shake, Folsom Prison Blues, Hard Like Woman, Lost and Found, Off Your Rocker, On the Lips, Slow Grind, White Rock Devil, and You Shook Me All Night Long. Nice. See, that's us doing our job right there, telling the world about the Jet Somebody's Boy. And a definite Jet Boy fan now. See, you put that stuff into the universe and it comes back. You talk about the Jet Boy on the Decibel Geek podcast, people go, yeah, Jet Boy, I like that a lot. Let me mm-hmm. go purchase some. That's how the rock and roll world goes around. I love it. And some about Saxon, Greatest Saxon. Yeah. Motley Crue, Saints of Los Angeles. A great underrated album. Uh, for full album, someone about Triumph, Allied Forces. Mm-hmm. Someone about Crazy with Bob Seger. They bought Against the Wind remastered, Beautiful Loser, Live Bullet, and Stranger in Town. Uh, Keith Urban Ripcord, not going to say that. Wow, um, so all of a sudden the Bob Seger seems really cool. Yeah, it does. Ace Fraley Space Invader was bought. Hell yeah. And a new one that I haven't heard of, Grand Maga Sword Songs was bought. Sword Songs. Yep. Songs for swording. Yep. Awesome. Does anybody call the hotline yet? No, it's not rang at all. I don't understand. Why wouldn't people want to go to Farm Rock? I don't know. I mean, there's so many great bands going to be there. This is not working. We're going to have to figure out something else. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Okay, well, think on that for a minute while I play some music. All right. Because there's another great band that's going to be at Farm Rock for us. I know this is another band that's out hitting the road and going to a bunch of festivals and doing all kinds of cool stuff. It's one of our favorite bands. The lead singer's been on the Decibel Geek podcast with us before. Yep. And a bunch of other cool stuff. I'm talking about Slaughter. Yeah, awesome. Formed in Las Vegas in 1988, out of the ashes of the Vinnie Vincent invasion. And what an epic story that is. Hmm. Uh, their biggest hit was 1991's Fly to the Angels. Everybody knows that one, I think. Uh, they've released five full-length studio albums between the years 1990 and 1999. Most famously, 1990's Stick It To You. Most recently, 1999's Back to Reality. Mm-hmm. That was a long, long time ago. Really flew under the radar, too. It's a good album. Mm-hmm. Really good album. But, yeah, it totally flew under the radar. It's been a long time, man. I mean, don't feel bad about Back to Reality anymore, guys. Don't don't let that one bring you down. You can come back. Mark Slaughter's doing some cool stuff solo. Yep. I want a new Slaughter album, damn it. Me too. I think the time is right for a new Slaughter album. So, until then, all we can do is recognize the awesomeness of 1999's Back to Reality. It's Slaughter with Take Me Away.
Slaughter. Yeah, some of that late years stuff. Forgot how good that album sounds. It's really good. It's way underrated. You know, in 1999, there wasn't, you know, a whole lot of call for a Slaughter album. But I got to think in 2016, there's probably a lot more want and need in the world. Need for a Slaughter album. All the vertical horizons and deep blue somethings are no longer No. See, that's that's always the funny thing. I always thought about that was like, you look at how at that time, like grunge really did take over. Mm -hmm. And it became a real divisive thing where you like, you couldn't be a fan of Motley Crue and also a fan of Green Day. You know, you couldn't like Pearl Jam and Poison at the same time. I did too. Yeah. You know, a lot of those bands. I got a lot of shit for it though. Absolutely. Absolutely. From the people that like drew that line. Why do you have to? You don't have to. But what's funny to me now is all these years later, Tough is still around. Yeah. But are the screaming trees? I don't think so. I think one of those people know? died though. There's there's a lot of those well, look, Nirvana, no. Stone Tell Pilots, nope. You know, all these bands that Maybe Axel Rose confront Nirvana. Oh wow. That would be awesome. No, it wouldn't. Maybe Axl Rose should just front every band. every band. Every band that needs a lead singer. Like, the Doors can get back together now. <laughs> With Axl Rose. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Set the night on fire! <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, boy. I want to hear every album re-recorded with Axl Rose on vocals now. <laughs> every album. The first Vinnie Vincent Invasion album. Oh, man. Can you imagine? No, I don't want to. Hell no. That'd be freaking awesome. Okay, so I mentioned earlier. Oh, hey, before we move on, I want to let everyone know uh, Grand Rock Timber Fest is coming in Hinkley, Minnesota. Slaughter's going to be there. And then along with Dokken, Vixen, Kicks, Loverboy, Night Ranger, and the Bobby Blotzer Experience. You mean Rat? I prefer to call it the Bobby Blotzer Experience, yeah. but at any rate, that's on September 10th in Hinkley, Minnesota. I wonder if Baco's going to that one. I, I hope so. I bet he is. Okay. Uh, the next band I'm most excited to see is Killer Dwarfs. Yes. Which, you know, we've interviewed them, we had them on the show, and played songs by them all the time, but, but well, we're s- always just looking forward to seeing them, I want to see them on a, on a stage. Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited to see them play at Farm Rock. And uh, I wanted to play something off of an album that we definitely want to do an album's Unleashed on. Uh-huh. Their fourth studio album came out in 1990 called Method of the Madness. And it was produced by Andy Johns. Pretty well-known name there. This was their first album with Jerry Finn on guitar, Jerry's previous guest on the show. Yeah. And he contributed heavily to the writing of this album. Standout tracks on this album include Cowboys and Conmen, Drifting Back, and this one that opens the album. It's The Killer Dwarfs and a song called Hard Luck Town.
Us and the Boys. Yes. Our first guest. Yes, first yeah, first interview on the show. The Killer Dwarfs will always be special around here. They will always be held in high regard at the Decibel Geek Podcast. One, because we know so many people around the world love this band. They're great. And it's funny, you know, like I talk to people at work and it's like, oh, hey, you know, we got this lined up and we got that lined up and we're really hoping to get to talk to the Killer Dwarfs. And yeah. then people look at me like, who? What? What did you say? Like dwarves? No, dwarfs. It's not a midget tag team wrestling group. No, it's not. It's an awesome, awesome band. And I got to always explain to them, like, yeah, just because you've never heard of it doesn't mean it's not awesome around the world. People dig it everywhere. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see the Killer Dwarfs. Very cool. Okay, I got one here. This is a little bit outside the box, but I think you're going to dig it. I want to talk about who is most likely the greatest drummer ever to come out of Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Mm. It's not hard to guess. I'm talking about Ricky Rocket, man. Oh, yeah, Pennsylvania. Mainly known as the drummer of Poison, obviously. More recently with the Devil City Angels, with Tracy Guns, Rudy Sarzo, and Brandon Gibbs. He's a Nashville guy. Yep. Heck, yeah. Uh, released six full-length studio albums with Poison. He has appeared on every Poison album. Last thing released by Poison was Poisoned, the cover album back in 2007. Mm. Shit, man, that was nine years ago. Nine years. Sad. Well, in 2003, he released his first and only solo album, Glitter for Your Soul. This is pretty cool because it features Chuck Garrick on bass. Oh, yeah. And Blue Saracino on lead guitar. Mm -hmm. Blue Saracino's got some, he's got some poison history as well. Features appearances by Brett Michaels, CeCe DeVille, John Karabi, and even Jizzy Pearl. It's very cool. You guys are going to have to put yourself in a special mindset for this. Think about like 70s style glam rock. Mm-hmm. You know, a la Mark Bowen, T-Rex, The Sweet. It's kind of along those lines. But this is extra special cool because it features Ricky Rocket on lead vocals. So take it, Mr. Rocket. This one's called Life's a Gas.
got that groove, don't it? Oh well, yeah, you can't go wrong with a, with an old T Rex tune. Yeah, it's very I cool, man. That. I like it a lot. It's really neat. And it's, I love the whole in, album's pretty cool. I love his influences. I mean, I, yeah. the, I love the sweet and the old T Rex stuff, and that, that's great stuff. Yeah, and Ricky Rocket's going to be doing some kind of hosting duties down there. We've yep. got some cool hosts lined up for this. Who else is going to be uh, there? Well, well, Ricky and Brandon are going to host the after the VIP after show, and I guess they're going to do some acoustic performances at that. Right on. And this is at Farm Rock, June third and fourth. And then um, the hosts for the show uh, are Luke Carl, our buddy. Our we buddy. love Luke Carl and uh, Athena Lee and oh, right on and Bobby Brown. Oh yeah, so Bobby Brown from all the music videos. Not the the my prerogative guy, huh? No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> My prerogative. Oh, man. No, it's the old second baseman for the San Diego Padres, Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Great. No, it's the chick from the Cherry Pie video. Heck, yeah, and that's even Tommy, better. Tommy Lee's sister. From Crunk. From Crunk. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I know Crunk? what Crunk is. Do you? Yeah. Does anybody else know what Crunk I, is? A few. It's not like Crunk from the 90s, like getting drunk in the hood, Crunk. <laughs> it was a band. So sort of hanging out with Lil John. Something like that. It's very cool, man. Ricky gonna, Rocket, lead vocals. How you like that? But yeah, it's cool. I like that song. Um, maybe hearing from Ricky soon. Maybe. We'll see. And the VIPs probably know a little bit more than that. The VIPs know about that. Then we're willing to tell the rest of you yes. normal people. So I've Just got... Just kidding. You normal people are great, too. Yeah, we love you also. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue to listen. And if you want to become a VIP, it's really great because there's all kinds of cool stuff there going is. on. We actually recorded some VIP stuff before we started recording this episode. Mm-hmm. We did a new episode in the news, yeah, and then we did a Chris and Aaron show where we just talked about all kinds of different funny stuff, and we just basically sit here and have a couple of beers and crack each other yep. up for a while, you know, and we try to release that stuff every single week for everybody. Yep. That's our VIPs, and there's all kinds of cool stuff going on that is a little deeper than what you get on the surface yeah, here. So bonus content if you're interested in digging in deeper to the show. Dig a little deeper. I think you'll like what you find. And just go to decibelgeek.com, click on that uh, VIP banner, and... Learn how to sign up. We're also on Patreon. Make it happen. Yes. Become a VIP. Uh, so I got one more to play, and we the the Farm Rock show had a change just yesterday. This changed, which forced me to change the song pick. Um, off the bill, which initially was on the bill, was Steelheart, which yeah. I was excited to see, but bummed that they had to, they had to remove themselves from the bill. Something's going on with their singer. Nothing bad. I think everything's okay. It was just a different opportunity. Um, so they dropped off, but the Rock and Roll Residency has been added. That's great. Which we're real awesome. happy for those guys. Yeah, they deserve yeah. that exposure. We're always happy to see those guys yes. up on stage rocking it out, Phil and, and Jeremy and the boys. Absolutely. And then uh, also Faster Pussycat's been added to the bill. Yeah, and we just seen Faster we Pussycat two two, not too long ago. I'm hoping they change up their set for when Me they too. come back because they were just here a month ago. But but it will be a great opportunity for the people that missed them to see. Right. Them. And you cannot see Faster Pussycat enough time. Well, they're a fun band to watch. Because they're so much fun. Um, so I was going to play a Steelheart tune. If those of you that were wondering, I was going to play Everybody Loves Eileen. But I was like, I'll play something by Faster Pussycat. And um, didn't want to play something off the first two albums because that's kind of the the obvious. Um, but I thought I'd play something from Whipped, their third studio album that was released in 92 on Electra Records. That's such a good album. Produced by John Jansen. Who the hell is John Jansen? I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. But I saw it on Wikipedia, so I figured I'd mention it. Um... This song was written by Tammy Down and guitarist Greg Steele, and this is Faster Pussycat with a cool song called Nonstop to Nowhere.
whole album yeah i love faster pussycat that song's a real progression in songwriting for them i i, I really like that i hope they come and play the whole whipped album in its entirety uh, good luck with that that'd be awesome that ain't happening. <laughs> but yeah that's that's all my picks for the for the week all right that's pretty cool man i'm about to get weird on you now all right straight out of compton we're gonna play nwa on the show no okay I'm gonna play, i don't think they're gonna be at farm rock i'm gonna play some vince neal oh yeah from the cold hard streets compton vince neal lead singer of one of the greatest bands of all time motley crew appeared on eight of nine motley crew studio albums between 1981 and 2008 he released uh two full-length solo studio albums a live album in 2003 and a covers album in 2010 in 1995 however it was a little bit of weird time for Vince Neil. He released the maligned and mostly forgotten Carved in Stone. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering about this because Carved in Stone, I mean, it, it is a rock album for sure. It features Brent Woods on guitar, mm-hmm. Robbie Crane on bass, and Vic Fox from Enough's Enough on drums. Right. So that's a good rocking band. But it was produced by the Dust Brothers. Yeah, I remember the Dust Brothers. They're known best for their work with the Beastie Boys and Beck. Beck, yeah. Yeah, and so what a strange combination on a Vince Neil album. And I know at around 95, you were getting into, like, you were into the corn mm-hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff. Did this album do anything for you back in the day, being of the kind of you were accepting of the industrial kind of thing that was going I on? Did, I didn't hear this one till maybe 10 years ago. Really? I didn't hear it at the time. I Molly Crew was uh, anything. I mean, not that I did not turn my back on the stuff. Some of the stuff I still followed, but unless it was really in my face, I kind of just ignored it. And hmm. this, this, uh, this album was not promoted heavily at all. See, I guess I just held on a little harder than you, you did. You probably did. I didn't, like I said, I didn't turn my back on it. And I never said, Oh, I don't listen to that anymore. I just, I didn't follow what was being released. I, I just, bu- I bought like, this oh. the day it came See, out. See, I didn't even know. Yeah, that. I, I didn't totally even know did. this came out at the time. I didn't have to push and shove to get there. I didn't yeah. have to I'm brush sure past anybody else <laughs> to get to the V's. 
It's a weird album for sure. You know, yeah. many of the songs on the album are very sample heavy, kind of industrial metal it's almost. Different for sure. It was released one year after Motley Crue '94, two years before Generation Swine. Yeah. So it's kind of a strange time for Motley Crue, Vince Neil, all that. Nearly every song on the album is co-written by Marty Fredrickson. Yeah. Another Nashville here. guy. Yeah. Yep. I'm hoping he, to meet him soon. He's known for his work with Ozzy and Ace Frehley, Brother Kane, Def Leppard, Aerosmith. And he would actually go on to co-write most of, I, if I think maybe all of Motley Crue's 2008 album, Saints of Los Angeles. Yeah, he was heavily so involved. He's heavy in that, too. It'd be cool to talk to him, have him on the show sometime. Definitely. Now, with this album album if you know what i'm talking about i remember one time playing that in a car mm-hmm. with some girls in it that were into like corn and yeah. and like stuff like that and play this for them and they're like wow what is this that's really cool i'm like vince neal from motley Crue, and they're like fuck this turn it off it sucks <laughs> bitches oh. the fuck did they know not all the songs on the album are industrial, but most of it's really heavy, especially by Vince Neil's standards. Here's one that doesn't have all the chicka chicka in it. It's more of a straight up hard rock tune, kind of metal, actually. Yeah. So from 1995's Carved in Stone, I highly, highly doubt I'm going to see Vince Neil play this song at Farm Rock or anywhere else <laughs> for any time, probably ever. So let's enjoy it today. It's a heavy one. It's Vince Neil, and it's called Make You Feel.
Neal making you feel. Making you feel with the Neal. That's going to be awesome, man. I've seen Vince Neal solo a bunch of times. I've and I've never it's, seen him live. It's always a good time. Can, do we have time? Can I tell you a cool Vince yeah. Neal story? Other than the one I told, I think, last week on VIP. Right. That's one. That's a different one. That one's worth getting the VIP membership. This one's pretty cool, too. I went and seen Vince Neil years and years ago in Appleton, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. It was in this place, like, it was it was behind a bar. The stage was set up behind a bar. It was like a big field, but it kind of came down a, as a hill. And at the top of the hill was like the exit ramp. So the exit ramp came down around the place and down to it. Mm -hmm. So Vince Neal is up. I mean, I think, I know Slaughter played that day. Tim Kelly was still alive back then. I got to meet Tim Kelly for just a moment at that show. Mm -hmm. Super cool. And Vince Neal was the headliner. And I remember him playing... And at some point, and nobody probably would even notice this because no one would have looked backwards because everyone was looking at the stage. But Vince Neal pointed it out up on the exit ramp, above, up the hill, above the people. Mm -hmm. A police officer had somebody pulled over, had his lights flashing and everything. So Vince Neal says, <laughs> this is pretty funny. Vince Neal says, hey, look at the fucking pig up on the hill. And everybody kind of turns and looks and they all kind of laugh. huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, how about a big fuck you for the pig up on oh, the hill? Geez. He goes, come on. And, you know, the crowd goes, fuck you. You know, and this guy clearly, you know, can hear this whole crowd, you know, and Vince Neal <laughs> through, through the PA. Yeah. yeah. So then he goes again. That was great. How about another big fuck you for the pig up on the hill? The whole crowd, fuck you. <laughs> He goes, man, well, this is what kind of party is this with you guys smoking weed and you got LSD and you drinking. He's like going down the list of drugs and stuff, you know, and one more, one more big fuck you oh, for wow. that. And the whole crowd, fuck you. <laughs> I have never, ever in my life have taken so long to get out of a concert after it was over, or have I seen so many police set up on the way out oh, of a concert? Wow. Because they... Well, they're going to get their revenge. It was funny at the moment, and the crowd was totally into it. Yeah. But at the end of the night, the Appleton Police Force... Second everyone. ...had the last... Yeah, they had the last they laugh. They a whole bunch of people. They were stopping people left and right. Oh. We were lucky to have slid on through when we did. <laughs> Man. But that was, yeah. <laughs> it was cool at the time, but nobody thought, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, hang on, Vince. Let's not piss anybody off because like, we got to actually drive on out of here after this is over. You know, people in holding cells that night in Appleton going, fucking Vince. Fucking Neal. Vince Neal. <laughs> yeah. Could have kept his mouth shut. That fucker's so rock and roll. I just. Fuck that old lady. Fuck you. You know? Because <laughs> Vince Neal said to do it, you know? It's festival season. This was been this has been fun to do. Yeah, and, a lot of cool uh, festivals coming up this summer. Go check them all absolutely. out. Absolutely, all these bands we've played today. Give them support. If you yeah. don't already like them, go to their Facebook pages, like them, buy their concert tickets, Please. buy their albums when it comes out. Go through our Amazon link, buy their CDs. Go to iTunes, download their music. Yeah. You know, go to Amazon, download their music. Just you know, let's keep this kind of music alive. Because and for God's sakes, if you're in Nashville. You got to get a ticket to go to this show. I mean, I see the phone lines not ringing, but I know that people want to go to this show. And we want to see, just like in every town, you know, if you got an opportunity to help spread the word about rock and roll wherever you're at, do it because it's going to benefit you. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a rock band come to your town and a lot of people show up to it, 
more are going to come yeah. and more are going to come. This is Nashville's big chance at a real hard rock, kick-ass, decibel geek style music festival. Mm-hmm. Let's not blow it. Let's make them want to have one of these every year, yes. twice a year. Absolutely. We still got Ride for Dime coming. We do. And that's coming on. That's during the same weekend. And uh, yeah, so it's Marathon Music Works in Nashville, June 3rd and 4th. It's Farm Rock Nashville. And all the bands that we've played and then some, some of the ones we didn't get to play to today. Our intro and outro and halftime music's been Veilside. Veilside. That's a band that's on the on the gig. Also some other. Kick and Le- Valentina we played Kick last Valentina's week. Valentina's playing. Awesome. Uh, Vixen's going to be playing the show. Yeah. It's There's a whole bunch of ones. Um, let me get the list up ahead of me so we can do this. And then we're also, we have an opportunity for you guys too. Aaron, do you want to go ahead and talk about that? Well, I guess since nobody's answering, nobody's calling the Decibel Geek Hotline, I just don't understand this. I've never had like a radio show where you say, hey, free tickets to go see Slaughter, and nobody went crazy for well, it. You know, you go see Vince Neil, the phone should be fucking ringing. I don't understand what's going on here. We're going to have to, I guess we're not modern enough, you know? We've, we're only, just... we've only been doing the show for five years, but I have to tell you something. Uh-huh. This isn't live. What? We pre-record this, and what? it gets edited, and usually goes up within a day or two. Sometimes it goes weeks before it gets goes up. I thought that was just like technology. Wow! And that rotary phone you drug uh, down here. Yeah. I mean, come on, man, get with the times. You could have at least had a cordless phone. I mean, this thing ain't even plugged into nothing. I thought no. it was cordless. I thought you were trying to bring the bat phone down here or some shit. Good lord! Well, this it is not working. So we're gonna have to figure out some other way to give away these tickets. So if you and want, no, no airfare included. No, <laughs> but we have a few pair of tickets to give away, and these are a pair for both days. Yeah, this is double festival tickets. Yes, you're gonna. It's very very. You get cool. to attend the entire festival free. It's very cool that they gave these up to yes. us to give away. So we want to make sure that somebody that's in the area that really wants to go or to the show to the area. or can get to the area. Yes, you know. You crash here in the studio. Oh, boy. Why not? Well, be careful with that. <laughs> but no, so I do want to thank uh, April Lee and Freddie Stommer from Frederick Entertainment for hooking us up with these tickets to give away. I was just kidding about sleeping in the studio. Yeah, you ain't sleeping My wife here. ain't going to go for that. Yeah, I'll vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, we have a few ticket, pairs of tickets to give away. I think we got four pair to give away. Yeah, cool. Um, but anyway, basically, the first four or five people that send an email to info at decibelgeek.com and you just put farm rock tickets in the subject line and then put your name as it appears on your driver's license in the the body of the email. Yes, but we want you to be fully committed to going. But you ha- yeah, don't enter this to get these tickets unless you are going to be able to come here and use them. Yes, because we're going to come to the show and we're going to find you and make sure you use them. We also want people to hang out with, so that's why we're getting right, tickets. Right, totally. Away. That's great. But, but yeah, so info at decibelgeek.com. Just put farm rock tickets in the subject line. Uh-huh. And your name as it appears on your driver's license, because uh-huh. these will be will call tickets. Right, yeah. Simple as that. And the first four people I get in that email, you win a pair of tickets to Farm Rock for both days. That's awesome. Simple as that. Free That's tickets. very cool that they gave them to us to give out to the yeah. people, man. They really want people to come out and have a good time it's for gonna this. It's going to be fun. And if you it's don't win tickets, buy awesome. a ticket and come. It's gonna, we're just people from flying from all over the country for this. Yeah. I mean, damn, look at the talent lined up for it. It's, it's a great fantastic. Show. And like we always say, if you've got hard rock bands, classic metal bands, hard rock metal, whatever, coming to your town... Get out there and support them. Support them all. Buy the music because without us getting the word out and without you making those purchases, mm-hmm. these bands cease to exist. That's right. And what a sad, 
gray world it would become. We would not like it. No. You know that song, April 2041 or 2031? 2031. Yeah. Just like that. Oh, geez. It's no good. That's what happens when you stop buying music and the, and the, the rock and roll dies. Yes. The Warrant song. Don't let that happen to us. Oh, I hope it doesn't happen. But yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun weekend, and we hope to see you there. And uh, and, tell, and tell us about all your festival experiences this summer at, at the Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, go on the comment section to this post and uh, tell us what your favorite festival shows were, or what you think of Farm Rock, or what you think of the episode. What are what are your favorite songs from this episode? Heck yeah. Um, but yeah, Plan Us Out is a, a band, Vale Side, that's on the bill. And their awesome cover of Dust in the Wind by Kansas. And we'll see you next week. See you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.